Father, we do appreciate you for today. Thank you because you are good. Thank you because you are God. Thank you for helping us through the rest of uh, the beginning of today up to now. We bless your name in Jesus' name. Lord, we have come before your presence this evening. Even though we are discussing finance, but we know you are the author of finance. And it is your will that we have prosperity and we grow and expand in our finances. Lord, we pray and ask that you give us the wisdom to understand, the grace to apply as we learn today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Let there be signs following this session in the name of Jesus. Amen. So first, we'll be looking at managing your finances, managing your money. And um, it's one vital aspect in creating your financial freedom, how to manage your finances, okay? If you're able to manage your finances, control your finance, not allowing your finance to control you, then there is every possibility and every likelihood that you will attain the height of what we call financial freedom. The first step in managing your finance is, as um, we may have known in the past, or we may have had several in several seminars and all, don't spend beyond your income. Now there's a, there's a law of Parkinson, or what they call Parkinson law, that states that expenses always rise to um, meet up and even overshadow income. And that law seems to be um, difficult to break. That is breakable. A lot of persons have broken such laws. All right? In the book of Proverbs, chapter 20, 20, verse 21, the Bible says, There is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it all. A foolish man squanders it all. So even though there are desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, if the man adopts um, a, what we call foolishness, it will be squandered. So a foolish person is the person that squanders it, or a wise person will preserve it. So do not spend above what you earn. Do not be tempted to show off. Do not be tempted to try to impress people okay with excessive spending try to spend below your means okay if you earn ten thousand naira per month there are expenses you can use to um you know to 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 live up to ten thousand naira per month and less than that at least if you can live after paying your tithes of ten percent and you know um some other necessary things, you should be able to live within 7,000 Naira per month. That's living below what you earn. Okay, If you are spending 15,000 Naira when you earn 10,000 Naira, you are already on your way to um, financial problems. Parkinson law is already catching up with you. 
So spend below what you earn. Your house rents, your children's school fees, everything, try to manage it. I know you want to send, you may want to send your children to the best schools. You may want to live comfortably in a very good place, but all these things are still subject to what you earn. Okay, your house rent should be able to, you should be able to clear your house rent with at most four months um, salary. So if your house rent is taking you almost a year to gather up, then there's a problem. All right, so live below your means. Now, when you've been able to control your spending and you are able to live below your income, the next thing you should do is save. There is this myth that money is not enough. When you are earning little, you don't have to save because you don't have enough. If you are earning 10,000 Naira and it's not enough, then 9,000 Naira also will not be enough. If 9,000 is not enough, 10,000 also will not be enough. So removing that 10% is not going to crumble you completely. You can still manage to live below your means and save 10%. Because that's the industry standard. It's, it's, it's well um, you know, advised in business that you save at least 10% of your income. Okay? That's in business. Even Joseph, during the time of uh, Joseph and Pharaoh, they were able to save 20% of their harvest during the time of plenty against the rainy day. Uh, sorry, against the, the period of um, drought, period of famine. Okay, so cultivate the habit of, of saving, right? No matter how little, save 10%. And if you can't save up to 10%, save 5%. Just save something. It may look ridiculously small now, but you can imagine how much it will give you in years to come. Okay, think long term. Don't think um, how much it will give you in one year. Just think long term. Because you never can tell how useful that your little savings, that 5,000 accumulated in a year, that 10,000 accumulated in a year, 15,000, 100,000, you never can tell how useful it will be in the nearest future when it is properly used. So, think saving. Save your income now in saving there are some people have the habit of saving and spending it almost immediately they find it difficult to save and save for a very long time when you are saving save intentionally okay save out of reach save in a way that you don't have to spend you won't be able to assess it to spend easily and for you to be able to assess it it will take some you know stress to go through and by that you may not want to go through those stress and that will help you to to continue saving if you are saving in an account where you can easily access you have the atm you have the the checkbook you have everything at your disposal it, you may not be able to cultivate the habit properly because anytime there is a little need you rush there and withdraw the money and use it for such need and that's how your savings is depleting and reducing and reducing. Sometimes we deceive ourselves with the fact that, don't worry, when the next income comes, I'll make up for the savings. I'll add the one I took. And we don't eventually do such. 
so save out of reach you can save in a in um, you can make a fixed deposit savings okay in a way that you it won't easily be accessible or you you can save over a period of time you know discuss with your bank save over a period of time where maybe two years three years before you can be able to retrieve your money back these are various forms of savings there are other forms you can save with somebody that you trust that will not easily uh, give you your money except it is of utmost importance so save intentionally so after you've cultivated the habit of saving the next thing you should focus on is investing what you have saved okay so um some people make the mistake of saving and accruing funds in their bank for years two years three years four years and uh, of course we know the situation of things in our country naira the value of naira depreciates as time goes on over the years it depreciates so naira is not something to be stored and most times when you store in banks you know like just with a normal savings account the interest on it is just almost um not useful okay even despite the number of years you save but there is a better way to save and a wiser way to use your money instead of just keeping it fixing it somewhere and over the years it doesn't produce anything you save to invest save to invest make your money make more money let me put it that way position your money in a way that it makes more money instead of just lying fallow and it's your savings so you are still earning from wherever your source of income is coming from while your service is also earning and in no distant time you discover that the amount of money you've been able to accrue is huge because you are saving to invest not just saving so please learn the habit of investing let the law of compound interest work for you over a long period of time all right a good investment put your eyes on the ground and make a good investment not an investment of if you have that mindset of you know getting double in, in within one day or one hour you are fast tending towards poverty but have a long-term goal invest two years three years four years how much will it produce is better than just keeping your money idle for years without it producing anything now after you've begun to invest you should also it's also important you consistently increase your earning ability the ability for you to earn increase and what does that mean this your sources of income let it increase and how will your sources of income increase normally it's by in increasing your skill when your skill increases people pay more for your skill for that increase people pay more by developing some skills like uh, somebody will say where there is a voice there is an invoice where there is a voice there is an invoice so your voice may be pronounced in certain areas where your your talent is where your skill is and that will yield, lead to more to you to more invoices all right so increase your earning ability if you are working a job then you should be able to move up the scale where you earn more that's increasing your earning ability 
so that the amount of money because over time things become more expensive there is inflation rate so if you keep earning the same thing for years and the same income is coming in for years why things are getting more expensive then it's uh, of no benefit to you so you increase and as you increase more, you save more. As you save more, you invest more. And as you invest more, you earn more. And when you earn more, the cycle continues. And that's how you gain what we call financial freedom. Like the Bible says, if a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, the simple pass on and are punished. Okay, so your income should increase every year as well as your investments. It should increase. You should be able to foresee the future as a prudent man and increase your income in preparation for that future. Your earning power must not remain the same every year. All right? It mustn't remain the same. So there's one thing to, invest in, um, to prevent or avoid when you are investing, and that is the get-rich-quick scheme, okay? The get-rich-quick scheme. I'm sure as Nigerians, we are so familiar with a lot of all these schemes, okay? And um, where you, they say you bring your investment and you get 50% uh, in one hour, and uh, they say bring it in one week, you get 100% and all that. Now, um, it's almost like difficult and impossible to get a genuine business that guarantees somebody 50% or 100% within hours or, or days, okay? And can cater for as many as possible because those schemes are aiming for as many as possible um, investors. So that is definitely a red flag. Okay, when the interest rate or the return of on investment is ridiculously high in percentage, then you should know that something is fishy. But of, of course, human beings have this greed, internal greed in them due to suffering, due to situation, due to the pressure of some uh, needs and all that. So all this skin, and that's why these scammers still sell. You see them hacking um, Facebook, hacking WhatsApp groups and everything and posting all these schemes. Now you may wonder that everybody knows about this now. Why are they wasting their time? But I tell you, they're not wasting their time. Because by the time they post to a group of 250 persons, and um, some people are, some people delete them and all that. People are saying it's a scam and all. There are people with challenges, people with needs, immediate needs that they need, uh, you know, a, a solution. They need money, cash, urgently. When they see those things, there's this temptation to quickly to check it out, to see if they can get something like that so that they can satisfy their needs. But that is as a result of the internal greed, okay? When you have this greed, this covetousness, then you go for such a thing. So please avoid the get-rich-quick scheme. Fortunately, those that fall into it, they keep going back into such. So there's nothing, um, it's, it's, it's a scam. Wealth is, or wealth building is a long-term process. Okay, it's not a, a um, one week something or two weeks um, something where the return, if you look at treasury bills and all these, all these other investment, you discover that their, their percentage is quite low. 
Some of them are 10% in over two years. Some of them are 15% in over three years and all that. And you see one that will come out and say in one year you are getting 100%. That is more like a scam. And it keeps proving itself true every time. When I, when I see people going into that, I tell them it's a scam. And just it's just about time. Give it time. And within some period of time, it proves itself to be a scam. Some people have this, the intention of quickly dashing into it, grabbing what they want to grab and coming out. But, um, you know, I tell people that I don't think that's the lifestyle of a child of God, to just be, be doing some try and error and dashing into scheme, Ponzi schemes and coming out and all that, thinking we are smart. I don't think that's the God's way of riches. So avoid get rich quick schemes. It is dangerous. It's a fast way to poverty. So there's um, something quite important that I must share with you, and that is the three options for increase. There are other options, but these are the three main options for increase in your finance. If you want to increase in your finance, you should consider this either of these three options. And first of all is rising to the top of the corporate ladder in your field. Okay, so wherever your field is, as a teacher, uh, a banker, whatever your field is, rise to the corporate ladder, uh, to the top of the corporate ladder in your field. And that will require some level of hard work. So, but you should find out from God. You see, everything is hinged on God. And thank God this is a, a, a godly platform where we believe people that are God-minded are on this group. So you know that everything is centered on God. At the center of it all is Christ we see. All right. So first of all, you ask God whether he, he wants you to stay on a salary job. You should find out. You should get a leading, in, a leading to that effect. Do I continue on a salary job? And if he says yes, you should then. You have to work hard at it and ensure that you rise up to the top of the ladder on, in that corporate job. God is interested in our promotion. God is interested in us increasing in, in wherever we find ourselves, wherever we walk. There should be increase. And that's God's mind, God's interest. So if God has said you should stay in that corporate job, then you should grow also in that corporate job. And as you grow, your finance also grows in such job. So if you're in a job where you are not, uh, you barely have promotion, you barely have increase, then you may have to rethink that kind of job. All right, so increase in your, um, in, the, in, your, in your field, in the corporate field. Number two is you can decide to rise to a certain level and acquire or launch out on your own. Okay, and perhaps you want to start your company, you want to start a business. You can decide that, okay, that you remain on a paid job, salary job, learn one or two things, gather as much experience as you can gather, you know, and use what you've learned after a couple of, a period of time, use it to establish your own business. Okay, that's another means of getting um, 
increasing your income your finance or finances so you work for a while and then opt out to start your own business and some people work for a while they work and they also do their business on the side there are some businesses that may not necessarily be affected by you working elsewhere okay they may not necessarily be affected so take for example someone that is um you know um teaching and also on the side is having some private tutorial now that teaching in fact will support the private tutorial because it makes helps him to um, remain on his toes keeps him relevant you have more achievements and all that and that will help in his private tutorial so that is a way of uh, uh, you know side business all right but there are some jobs that require your full attention and if you don't give it your full attention you don't get the best out of the job and so you may have to work for a while and pull out to start your own business then the third aspect is starting your own business from scratch you don't work for anybody you just start your own business you know as an entrepreneur and you grow your business increase in your business now entrepreneurship is very key in financial freedom when you work in a salary job you 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 can predict your income it's easy to plan your income it has its advantage but your income is predictable you know next two years except there's a miracle there is no increase whatever you've been earning sixty thousand era you keep earning from year to year you already know from month to month okay but for when it comes to entrepreneurship there is no limit to how much you can get as long as you keep improving on yourself so someone can uh, uh, get a petty contract of one hundred thousand naira today and tomorrow due to one connection or the other he gets a contract of a billion naira okay because of doing the same job it may just be a matter of quantity delivering in quantity or rendering a larger service you know so that is the benefit of entrepreneurship but in all obey the voice of the spirits don't run faster than the holy spirit don't run faster than god walk with god the bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the lord let god order your step should you start a business what kind of business should you start god should be able to tell you when do you pull out from your paid salary job you should be able to get a leading to that effect where do you establish your business you should be able to get a leading to that effect what god doesn't initiate what god doesn't start start it doesn't back up okay so let god be your deciding factor and move when you need to move so for those that are thinking of going out and starting their business which is a very great idea um have starting your own business is one major um you know secret to financial freedom and not just financial security some people are just focused on security and they their prayer is that they remain in their job and stay in their job and never get sacked and stay for years and all that but you can be the job you can be the one handing over jobs to people it's a possibility and you can do it you may say what do i have to do it you have a lot if you look inward if you pray and ask god search yourself you have so much that you can offer 
just look inward and unravel the gifts, the talent, the skill God has given unto you. So, number one is you should have perspiration alongside your inspiration. It's no news that the run one, the world runs on ideas. So ideas, like they say, rules the rule the world. The little idea, you know, comes in a flash, and a lot of people have several ideas. As we speak now, there are lots of ideas flashing in the minds of several persons. Okay, but how many of them actually put an action to it? So it's those that put an action to the ideas that are being celebrated today that eventually makes it. Okay, so inspiration plus perspiration gives you success. Like Thomas Edison says, success is or said, success is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Okay. So you are inspired by the books you read, you are inspired by your mentor, you are inspired by the talk you you hear, you are inspired by several things. That's just 1%. The 99% is your action. Depends on your action. What, how do, do you put those things to practice? Do you take action immediately? You hear those things. So inspiration plus perspiration. Another thing you should consider is be passionate. Be passionate. Passion is a strong desire, okay, for whatever you are doing, whatever you, you, you are involved with. That's a passion. Be passionate. Have a strong desire, a strong pursuit, a strong vision, a strong drive towards your business. Be passionate. You can't afford to be, uh, you know, unconcerned. You can't afford to be complacent. You can't afford to have a laissez-faire attitude, you know, a, a carefree attitude towards business. You have to be hungry, hungry for success, hungry to achieve, to make your business move forward. A lot of persons have started their business and, you know, at the, at the site of the slightest challenge, they just, the business packs up, you know, and they can't pursue further, they can't go further, they just remain in their comfort zone. But when you are hungry, when you are resilient, you are passionate, then your business will thrive above a certain level. Be passionate. Another one is prioritize. Prioritize. Focus on what generates income in your business. Prioritize. Like um, a story that goes, you know, a, 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 the son of a wedding man had to set up a business with his grandfather assisting him. And after about three months, his grandfather asked him how the business was doing. And the man responded that he had equipped his office and hired employees, but was not making any sales. And so the grandfather simply said, son, you do not need computers now, not even an office. All you now need is a lot of customers. That's the major thing. That's the major thing. Your primary needs are customers. 
as long as you are meeting needs, your primary need are customers because it's the customers that hold the check. It's the customers that provide the box. So beat your competition through good pricing and excellent quality. Prioritize what you need to generate income. It could be your customer service. Prioritize that you want to improve on your customer service. Prioritize you want to improve on your excellent delivery. It could be your time, delivery time. When you say, I will deliver in two days, make it two days. Let it not exceed two days. Prioritize. And then you, you also enjoy the ride. That's the next thing. Enjoy the ride. As you go along and you are struggling, hustling, and uh, you know, like someone says, a Christian doesn't hustle. But as you go along and you are pressing and you are passionate and you are sweating over this business and things are moving, you know, as planned and all, your vision is being accomplished. Enjoy the ride. Celebrate little successes. Celebrate little successes, little achievements. It, it gives you the encouragement to go for more. But when you keep running and there is no celebration, you don't enjoy, you know, the, the wins. Then you won't know, you won't have your, 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 <coughs> you know, your drive will not be as powerful as it's supposed to be. So it will be encouraging when you celebrate little successes. Break down your goals and record little successes. Break down your goals. Set goals. And when you achieve those, you know, set goals, break it down into little, little, little goals. What you want to achieve in one day. And when you achieve it, celebrate it. It may not be you throwing a party, but enjoy the success enjoy the fact that you know re relax and ease off with the fact that you are able to achieve your goal for the for the week or for the month or for the year and all enjoy the ride then you also should build a system build a system Okay, know when to move to the next level and add new members of staff. Build the system. Don't just focus on paperwork and paperwork and paperwork. And this is the reason why many businesses fail. 90% of the Walmart businesses die in the first five years. And in 10 years, it increases to 99%. This is because the success of the business depends on only one person. So in order to increase, don't make it one person. Build a system. Have people under you. You could be a mentee, you know, somebody that you mentor that will be under you to assist you, to help you. And that business will not crash. So begin to build a system from now henceforth. Dream big. See yourself having more staff members. So as I wrap up, I want you to know that you have a uniqueness inside you. You have something deposited inside you that can bring about explosive financial blessing. God has given everybody different talents, but at least he gave somebody a talent. Alright, the Bible says he gave unto one one talent, another two talents, another five talents. 
Eventually, the five made it ten, the two made it four, and one hid itself. Now, if the five had been given one, it would still diligently make it two because it's a, a, it's a, a nature, it's part of him, it's a mindset. He doubles what he what he he earns, he doubles what he has. That's his gifting. And if that one was given five, he's likely not going to increase it. Okay, so you have something inside. You have a gift. A gift inside you which God has put. And the way God has designed it, he has designed that gift to announce each and every one of us individually, to make us unique. It's a unique gift. Now, everybody may have up to 100 teachers, but God has given each teacher a unique gift in his teaching profession. When, when, when we talk about God giving you a gift, it doesn't mean that everybody on earth we have a different a, a gift different from each other. You know, that you your profession, based on your gift, your profession will be different from, you have only one profession. No. You can have 1,000 people doing a profession, and yet the 1,000 of them are unique in that profession. And in their uniqueness, they have people who they solve um, their problems, who they impact positively. And when you are able, they are able to locate those people who are being who they can impact positively by themselves. One a teacher may be able to impact a group, and another teacher may not be able to impact that same group. So that means the the market of the teacher B is not that group. That's the market for teacher A. So find your own uniqueness. Find your own uniqueness. It's in you. And one sure way to find it is also by prayer. When you ask God, He can reveal to to you because He is your Creator. And when you found your uniqueness, turn your uniqueness into money. Turn it into money. Let your uniqueness make you know, uh, uh, make money for you. You know, it's a, like someone says, it's a talent when you are using it, you, when you don't use it to make money, it's a talent. But when you have been able to hone your, you know, to harness your skill and 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 polish it to the point that, it, I mean, your talent, polish it to the point that it becomes a skill, then you get paid for it. So turn your uniqueness into money. Be a problem solver. Focus on solving problems. Focus on solving, don't focus on money, how you can make money. No, focus on how you can solve problems and money will focus on you. Pursue problems and money will pursue the problem solver. Seek after solving problems and money will pursue the problem solver. So be a problem solver. And then also cultivate excellence. Some people solve problems, but they don't have this mindset of excellence. And that's why a fashion designer may remain as somebody sewing Agbada and Buba, you know, so sewing uh, local native wear, sewing, um, you know, anything local, because he has not, he has not been able to develop what we call excellence. But when you develop excellence, you move from patching clothes to sewing clothes for dignitaries. That's the work of excellence. So cultivate excellence as you discover your gift, as you convert your gift to money, 
cultivate excellence that way you keep your gift will keep being relevant and your keep gift will keep providing for you thank you god bless you and have a good night